Welcome to Young Adults this evening. Uh, we have been going through a lot this summer. We went through some pretty awesome series and uh, been encouraged through that and um, excited for where this is going in the fall. And we've got a lot of things planned and uh, excited for you guys to be a part of it. So um, I am not going to talk for very long this evening. Uh, we're going to jump back into worship here in just a minute. Um, but I want to read you a quick story. Maybe you've heard it before. It's called The Parable of the Madman by Frederick Nietzsche. Have you not heard of that madman who lit a lantern in the bright morning hours, ran to the marketplace and cried incessantly, I seek God, I seek God. As many of those who did not believe in God were standing around just then, he provoked much laughter. Has he got lost? Asked one. Did he lose his way like a child? Asked another. Or is he hiding? Is he afraid of us? Has he gone on a voyage? Immigrated? Thus they yelled and they laughed. The madman jumped into their midst and pierced them with his eyes. Whither is God? He cried. I'll tell you. We have killed him. You and I. All of us are his murderers. But how did we do this? How could we drink up the sea? Who gave us the sponge to wipe away the entire horizon? What were we doing when we unchained this earth from its sun? Whither is it moving? Sideward, forward, in all directions? Is there still any up or down? Or are we not straying as through an infinite nothing? Do we not feel the breath of empty space? Has it not become colder? Is, it, is not night continually closing in on us? Do we not need to light lanterns in the morning? Do we hear nothing as yet of the noise of the grave diggers who are burying God? Do we smell nothing as yet of the divine decomposition? God's two decompose. God is dead. God remains dead and we have killed him. It has been related further on that same day that the madman forced his way into several churches and there struck up his requiem eternum deo. Let out and called to account, he is said always to have replied nothing but where, what after all all are these churches now if they are not the tombs and the sepulchers of God. Pretty heavy stuff, right? Pretty heavy. Nietzsche is one of the most widely read and well-known atheist philosophers. However, he was not your typical atheist and he was not your typical philosopher. Nietzsche mastered something special, and he found out how much power artistic expression has over culture. Andrew Fletcher said, let me write the songs of a nation, and I care not who writes its laws. Let me write the songs of a nation, and I care not who writes its laws. The ethos, the character of a culture is articulated through its artistic expression. What messages exist in the songs of our nation. just want you to think about whatever songs you've heard, what kind of messages are coming through. 
a guy named Russell Kirk asked the question, why do we think the way that we do here in America, in the West? He said he was able to trace back these ideas uh, back to four particular cities that have influenced our culture in such a way that's Jerusalem, Athens, Rome, and London. Jerusalem gave us its moral categories. Athens gave America her philosophical categories. Rome gave its legal categories. In England, we were, it was our immediate progenitor, right? So out of England we came. Here's what he said. It appears now that we still remember Rome, we still remember Athens, we still remember London, but we've forgotten Jerusalem. We've forgotten our heritage. Jesus said in Luke 12, 54 through 56, he said also to the crowds, when you see a cloud rising in the west, you immediately say, it's going to rain, and so it happens. And when you see the south wind blowing, you say there's going to be a scorching heat, and it happens. And he says, you hypocrites, you know how to interpret the appearance of the earth and the sky, but why do you not know how to interpret the present times? You see, Jesus saw that it was important that we be able to discern the times in which we live. What's special about what Nietzsche wrote, even though it's hard to listen to, he wasn't actually speaking his beliefs in that particular parable. He was actually showing through this madman a prediction of culture. He was critiquing culture and how culture, us, have killed God in our culture. I disagree with this. I disagree with this completely. Yes, we live in a dark time. We've come through a lot of dark things in, in you know, the last couple of years. It's really hard. But guys, God is moving still. He is not dead. He is alive. And he's here. And uh, one, of the th one of my favorite things coming here, being a part of this community, is seeing the ways that God is alive and moving right here. Right in this community. So many of you have told me stories of how he has ministered to your heart, encouraged you through the prayer of another person here in this room. So many of you have told me about times where you were, um, man, just, just in that dark place that we've all been, right? Maybe you reached out and somebody took your SOS and helped, helped you through that, that darkness, right? I heard today, community of believers is so that when we fall, right? We're all going to fall. When we fall, we don't land on concrete. We land on a bed of pillows because we can encourage each other. We can lift each other up. We can pray for each other. And that's my hope and my prayer for this community. We're going to always try our best with, with God at the helm, right, steering our ship. We're going to try our best together to learn how to, be, how to be Christ followers in the 21st century. We're going to try to understand the times in which we live. 
But I believe we have a God that is bigger than anything outside these doors. I believe we have a God who's moving everywhere around us, encouraging us, ministering to our hearts right here in this community, in this church, in Parker. We just want to be used by him to impact our communities and those around us. We want this place to be a place where we can struggle. It's not a place where we have to walk in and feel like we have to put a fake smile on because outside here, life is falling apart. But we walk in here and I got to put this smile on and let everybody think that, that life is all put together and it's not. This has got to be a safe place where we can struggle. A place where we're accepted and loved. A place where you can belong before you believe. We want to invite you on this journey because I believe God is taking this community, this group of people, and he's going to use us in this community to move and, and work in the lives of young adults here in Parker and in the greater Denver area, and we want you to be a part of it. We consider yourselves invited this evening. So I thought I would just share a little bit about who we are. Right, It's a crazy world out there, and right here we have a community that I believe is going to be encouraging, challenging during a season that is going to be the most defining decade of your lives. Think about it. Right now in your 20s, for most of you, you're, you're either building a career or you're building a faith or you're building a family, but you're looking to the future. I know for my life, my 20s set the trajectory of well, I'm only in the next decade, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I believe for most of us, our 20s will set the trajectory of the rest of our lives, the things that are happening right now. And I want to challenge you to plug in. Don't disconnect. Plug in. Get involved. We meet here on Tuesday nights. We have awesome worship, biblical teaching, small groups that are going to start next week. We want you to be a part of that. Thursday nights, we have open gym. We just hang out. There's not an agenda. We just chill out together because we believe in community. And I think if there's something we do really, really well here, it's community. We want to invite you to be a part of that too. A um, couple of things and then I'll, I'll hop off here. Just want you guys to know that... Um, Yeah, you guys are loved and you're prayed for and you're accepted here just as you are. And um, I want to share just a couple of things that we have coming up. If Tech could throw up our fall slide really quickly. Just going to talk through kind of what we're jumping into. All right, so we just finished up a series called Selfless. It was super amazing. Um, September 7th, that's today in case you didn't know. Um, yeah. We should talk afterwards. Um, September 14th, we jump into a brand new series called Questions Christians Hope No One Will Ask. Check out this video real quick.
right, all right, all right. So, hey, um, I'm excited about jumping into this. Um, we're going to have some stuff on Instagram. You guys can, uh, if you don't follow us already, check us out on there. It's crossroads underscore young adults. And uh, we're going to have some stuff on there where you can post your questions anonymously. And that's going to help us figure out where we need to go in this series, right? So you're going to kind of help steer the ship, what questions we ask, what things we jump into, what topics we talk about. Um, so I just want to invite you to join us during that series. I'm really stoked about it. But ask yourself this question. Jesus asked this to the Pharisees. He said, how do you not know the times in which you live? Do you know the times in which we live here today? And how important it is for us to have a home base. How important it is for us to have a community that we can plug in together. We can ask the hard questions. What if church really was the safest place on earth to talk about anything? Do we have that reputation right now? Not at all. In fact, we have a reputation of shoving away and pushing away all the hard questions. What are we if we're not authentic? What are we here if we're not authentic? And so I want this community to be a place where we're encouraged, but we're also challenged, man. We have those hard questions and we jump into that. So like I said, I just wanna invite you guys to join us as we figure out try our best to understand the times in which we live together we're gonna mess it up but we're gonna learn a lot and we're gonna love and worship Jesus all the way together I just want to invite you to do and be a part of that with us let me pray father thank you so much that we can just be together that we can have fun that we can worship you that we can dance in your presence that we can worship in your presence that we can ride tricycles in your presence and have snowball fights in september in your presence god i think you you just love that i think you love seeing your body connected with each other having fun together worshiping you together pray for each person here, God. Would you just open our hearts and our minds as we look forward to the fall and we're thinking about what's coming the next couple of months. God, just impress upon each person's heart here this evening. Whether it's here, whether it's their church, where, whatever, God, would you just help us to find a community, regardless of where it is, to plug into because we need each other, we need you. Just love you, in Jesus' name.